Hi listeners, I'm Trey. And this is EY. Welcome to Pocast. Reviewing films with New Orleans flavor. So you like Red Dead Redemption 2, right? I did, and I, I think both of us giving it a 5 rating would be pretty obvious that I did. Uh, so there is another game I would actually like to tell you about that takes place, again, in a New Orleans-inspired city. This one, it does not take place in the in 1899 like Red Dead Redemption does. Uh, neither does it take place in present-day New Orleans. This goes a little bit further past the setting of Red Dead Redemption 2 in 1899 into the bygone era of the 1960s. And this game is called Mafia 3, and you haven't played it, correct? I have not. I did a little bit of research. I remember when this game was released and I remember seeing the trailer for it and being extremely excited for it and I don't know why I never played it I I honestly don't remember why I never got this game well I will highly suggest playing it Uh, I was very excited about playing this game uh, when it was first announced just because it was a you know GTA style third person shooter open world game set in another New Orleans-esque setting this one is called New Bordeaux and it's actually a lot it's not that it's bigger than Red Dead Redemption 2 it's that like with Red Dead Redemption 2 you had Saint-Denis and it was one city and it's a pretty big city but it was just one city on this map of just expansive uh you know country land whereas this one you have like the entire city of New Bordeaux and it's separated into all these different districts that are based off of other like real life counterparts of New Orleans um but just to talk a little bit about Mafia 3's story so you play the character of Lincoln Clay who you are a young black man who you're a veteran from Vietnam you're just coming back and you kind of grew up with like the black mafia in this place called Delray Hollow which is actually based off Algiers where uh Tiana's place was if you remember from Princess and the Frog uh that's right across Across the river from the French Quarter. And then you kind of get into some dealings with the Italian mob and they kind of become the bad guys. They basically betray the black mob. They betray Lincoln Clay. They try to kill him, but they fail. And then as Lincoln Clay, you basically go through the entire city of New Bordeaux, taking it over district by district until, you know, you get up to the, the crime boss and you take it over. And then at the end of the game, you have the choice of either running the city as the new mob boss of New Bordeaux or you can just leave New Bordeaux and kind of let it uh, let it be. Have someone else run it, and it, it you know it's one of those you get to make a choice of which of which uh, ending you want to go with. The thing that I really like about this game, not that it's just uh, a New Orleans inspired city of New Bordeaux, but that there are ten different districts throughout the entire game, and they are all so distinct of each other. Uh, the Studio Hangar 13, I feel like they're really, you know, just like Rockstar did with uh, Saint Denis, they really went out of their way trying to capture all of the individual districts of New Orleans for this game. Uh, just to name a few of the ones they have. Uh, I mentioned Delray Hollow is Algiers. Uh, They have downtown, which is, you know, the CBD. And then instead of the French Quarter, they have the French Ward, which it, it, it looks just like the French Quarter. It's really cool to wander around. 
Frisco Fields is Lakeview, Point Verdun's the Irish Channel. And they even have in one of the DLCs, you go into a different parish that in the game, it's a little further away from New Orleans than it would be in actuality. But there's a place called Sinclair Parish, which is basically based off of Jefferson Parish. So, you know, basically 1960s Metairie, I suppose. It's just, it's really cool to be able to kind of like drive around and experience a little more detailed city. And, you know, it's not modern day New Orleans, obviously. It's in the 1960s. And it does, you know, talk, it does have a lot of, the civil rights movement does, you know, impact the story of this game. You know, you are playing a black man in the 1960s during the civil rights in a southern town. You know, racism in the KKK is something that you deal with that, you know, is something that is a strong part of the game. The, even at the very beginning of the game, uh, Hangar 13 has like an apology uh, right before the game starts that, you know, they're trying to tell this authentic story of what it was like for people of color in, you know, the 1960s. And while they find... Uh, a lot of the language that was used in that time abhorrent they you know they they're trying to find that balance between uh being offensive and being authentic and i think they hit it like i i genuinely think they did a good job presenting that time period when you were looking it up was there anything that really stood out to you i remember when the trailer dropped for for this game being excited for it and and wanting to play it and then for whatever reason not picking it up partial regret I think and and maybe when the PS5 comes out maybe I'll I'll pick it up again. I remember when the game released and kind of looking into it. That's kind of one of the things that that stuck out and and you mentioned Red Dead Redemption and St. Denis. Um you know, in Red Dead Redemption, it's almost like the majority of the city represents the French Quarter. Whereas in Mafia 3, it's not just the French Quarter, but it's downtown New Orleans. It's parts of Jefferson Parish. I think from when I was looking up the in-game map, part of the North Shore, things like that. So it's, whereas Red Dead Redemption kind of tried to cram in the whole state of Louisiana and then St. Denis, where it was essentially a a larger city version of just the French Quarter, which probably would have been more accurate during that time. This game kind of took in Metairie, Jefferson Parish, New Orleans um, as a whole, which I think gives you a more, from my understanding, uh, expansive experience Mm -hmm. with the city. I certainly love the aesthetics of of the game. I think kind of that in-between where it's not too modern, but it's not so far in the past that you're disconnected. Um, I kind of had that feeling with Red Dead Redemption. They added in certain landmarks, but no matter what, it's still 1899 New Orleans. Whereas this game, you kind of see or you can connect with it a little more. At some point, I hope to actually go back and, and play it for the game itself. I know when it came out, it kind of had pretty mixed reviews, and, and maybe that's why... It never, um, you know, latched onto me or, or, or stuck with me or received the hype from me that, that Red Dead Redemption did. Because from what I remember, this game had relatively mixed or, or average reviews. I never played any of the other Mafias. So I, I, I don't know if that maybe reflected my opinion. But then again, I never played Red Dead Redemption 1, uh, which I hate to... <laughs> 
to say that too. But yeah, I, I still on my radar and I think looking into the game and, and kind of reading up on it a little more and, and times when the games are out for a little bit and they're able to release any additional DLC and, and things like that, you kind of feel like you get your money's worth a little more. So I, I think, you know, you bringing up wanting to talk about it and then kind of doing a little bit of research and looking more into it definitely makes me want to play it more. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely on my radar again. I think um, when the PS5 releases, I don't know if this game, I mean, what do you think? Do you think this game would get a, I don't know, what do they call it now? An HD uh, remake? HD. Or a, a... It's, not, it's not even a remake or a remaster. Like, I doubt I doubt Mafia 3 specifically would get it, uh, just because it's, like, it only came out in the last couple years. But it will be playable on the PS5. And the thing is, which, I mean, you can wait till the PS5 if you want to be, even if you bought it now, you could still, you know, it'd be backwards compatible on your account to just basically upload it to your PS5. Uh, but they did just come out, and the reason I want to talk about this game now, at the time of recording is they just came out with the not only did they come out with basically a collection of mafia one two and three definitive editions that has like all the dlcs and any upgrades they've added to it they did remaster uh mafia 2 so it is shinier and a little more up to date but they did a complete remake of mafia one the first game of the series and they basically put that into one collection for you know a total of 60 dollars, which i think was a pretty good deal because i never played mafia uh one or two uh so it was you know it's a good chance for me to go back and play them now they've been updated and you get a little bit more dlcs like different gun skins and cars and stuff uh and i've been playing a little bit you know after i kind of went back and played mafia 3 a little just to kind of refresh it into my mind i went back and i you know i i played a little bit of the new mafia remake and so far it's been really good uh so now uh might be like a good chance like once you get your ps5 to get this collection because I think it's a good deal, and so far, the graphics aren't great. They're definitely, it's no Grand Theft Auto V, in my opinion. Uh, I don't even think it's as good as Grand Theft Auto V, and to be honest, this series probably wouldn't have been on my radar if uh, Mafia Three wasn't in uh, New Bordeaux, New Orleans. Uh, like, that was the reason I even started paying attention to this, was because it was, you know, based on New Orleans. But if you do get it, I do just want to give you a couple things that you actually get to look forward to, uh, specifically in experiencing New Orleans. So you did mention that uh, when you were looking at it, you saw that they have some of the North Shore in the game. Yes. Uh, it's funny because uh, you don't actually get to go to the North Shore until, like, the end of the game because the, the last, you know, big battle boss mission is you basically drive across the the twin span over the what the lake and you go into Slidell, you basically shoot up a casino. Okay. Um, which was, you know, <laughs> okay. that was pretty that, that was pretty funny. Like, you literally leave the city to go to Slidell to finish the game. Uh, yeah. It was just, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but in the very beginning of the game, like in the, you know, like one to two hour kind of tutorial story setup, uh, some of the things you get to do that are uh, arguably a little cliche and stereotypical of New Orleans, but you get to serve gumbo. And at some point, Lincoln Clay does say that the gumbo smells like you put your foot in it. Have you ever heard that that phrase? I honestly have not. It's I... a uh, it's a popular phrase here that means it smells really good if you you put your foot in it. it smells like you put your foot in it. Okay, yeah. I have never heard that. Yeah, but I'll I've... I'll take your word for yeah. it. 
you go into like a rival gang's hideout in the swamp and they're uh, Haitian voodoo practitioners and you get to shoot them and then feed their bodies to gators. And then to top it all off, the big like tutorial mission is you're basically robbing the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve in downtown New Orleans. And you escape by blending into the crowd during a Mardi Gras parade and then sneaking around uh, one of the cemeteries to escape. That's that's just in the first part of the game right there. Wow. I mean, yeah, that they, sounds like the most New Orleans game ever. Then. Yeah, they I, really swung I'm to sold. the fences. I think, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I didn't. It, look up like beginning tutorials and, and things like that mostly just trailers and then a few let's plays um must have skipped over that part but yeah. it's definitely on my radar i i think maybe because this game came out i think in the beginning of like the ps4 heyday yeah. probably played a, a big part of it and then you mentioned the graphics and and things like that and you know i don't want to be one of those people that complain about stuff like that but it does affect my experience oh, no, I'm 100% if, if the graphics are... If it's bad graphics, I'm not enjoying it. Yeah, and that's something I noticed watching a lot of the videos yeah. and, and things like that, that it's... it's, Which is understandable. Um, yeah, the graphics aren't great. Most games that come out in the beginning of a, a new console's life cycle are like that and, and don't quite hold up. Whereas you have games like Red Dead Redemption 2 and, and Spider-Man that come out towards the end and they have a little extra time to refine their graphics and, and put a little more polish on it. Plus, whenever the PS5 does come out, even though it's not going to be like a quote unquote like HD remaster or if they, you know, if they do any polishing up, just the fact that it'll be on the PS5, it'll look even a little bit more better, which I think well, will be you, good. Because that, I mean, that's I think one of the selling points is that games are going to essentially be auto enhanced. Yeah. To an extent, so I think, and especially because they just released the uh, definitive edition, they're probably not going to do something again mm -mm. after that. So I, I think definitely when I get the PS5, it'll be probably one of my first on my list. Not playing, you know, maybe after I do the third one, I'll go back and, and, and play the first and second one. Yeah, and these um, are games, they're like Grand Theft Auto, where you don't need to play the first and second one to play the third one. Like, there's not a whole lot of correlation between the two, aside from, like, minor story details. Um, that, like, I play the third one before even touching the first and second, and I know the like the main character in the second one is one of the side characters in the third one. But, like, I didn't need to know what his story was to enjoy his character or the rest of the game in the third one. So it's 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 one of those games where you can literally just pick it up and you're fine. You know, I'll be honest, even reading up on stuff and, and watching a few videos and trying to, to get a general idea didn't make me, you know, want to run out and buy the game right away. But, like I said, I, I think it's definitely going to be on one of my purchase list um when i get the ps5 at some point because i do i i do want to play it i remember being hyped for it a little bit and, and letting it pass by and and from my understanding it's not a bad game it, mm -hmm. it didn't get bad reviews it just kind of i think it fell kind of right in the middle yeah 
So, I mean, I'll be interested to to see, you know, if they make another one, I, I'm sure it's going to take place in a, another city and, and move on from the, the New Orleans aesthetic, but... And it'll take place um, in the 80s. I mean, is that... Does each game kind of take place in, like, a different... Yeah, I uh, it does. one takes place in, like, the 1920s during Prohibition, uh, and then two takes place right after World War II, and then three takes place... Uh, like right after Vietnam during the sixties and the civil rights movement. So if they, if they did a fourth one, I, it, it would probably be the eighties. It would be vice city. I mean, we're like the mafia, I, I assume still a thing. I mean, yeah, there's still a thing now. Well, I know, but you know what I mean? Not like, you know, they were in the, in the sixties and seventies and I mean, no, they're not, they're not like walking around in trench coats and fedoras with Tommy guns, but yeah, you know, they're, they're still a thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, like you, like you played Grand Theft Auto Vice City, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, a long time ago, but yeah, it would would just be that. But yeah, no, like you said, it, it, it really is a game that it kind of just fell in the middle. And even for me, as much as I enjoyed it, like, I don't think there was anything wrong with the game. Like if I had to give it a score, I'd probably, yeah, like I'd probably give it a three, you know, it's okay. It's enjoyable, but you know, it's, it's not going to blow you away or anything. Speaking as someone who's from New Orleans and then was drawn into this game because of the New Orleans aesthetic, if it took place in some other city or some generic, you know, video game city, mm-hmm. would you have, have viewed this any differently or? Probably, prob- it- I probably wouldn't even have picked it up. To be perfectly honest, I probably wouldn't even looked at it unless like someone else really suggested it and i was like all right let me check this out and you know it really is like it's it's gta just not you know it's one of those gta clones that comes out that tries to be the new grand theft auto and in my opinion never fully succeeds thank you for listening to this week's episode if you liked what you heard remember to rate and review us on your preferred podcast app and be sure to follow us on instagram and facebook at podcast nola podcast or on twitter at podcast nola if you want to see everything in one place visit our website at podcastnolapodcast.com suggestions and feedback positive or negative can be sent to podcastnolapodcast at gmail.com